coming up this week on the Screenheads podcast. Hi, my, my name's Ant, and I've got two minutes to convince you that I'm not and a serial killer. If one, like Paul O'Grady or someone's like, oh, well, it was actually wrong. Number five has committed ten murders, but he's going to walk free, and he's just like, <laughs> waving at the crowd. He had, like, the retractable Mood, wings. He's the very best. He's the rootinest, tootinest cowboy in the wild, wild west. There was levels of playing Yu-Gi-Oh though because there were people like us who didn't understand it and then the people who played it were like, oh, nerds. <laughs> you know how to use the cards, dear. <laughs> and I'm just collecting them for fun. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Screenheads podcast. We've been No bi-weekly. I know. No bi-weekly. Feels a bit weird. Even though we had two weeks, I still didn't start prepping until like probably yesterday. Same bit. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I... To be fair, we didn't really need to prep for this. It was just sit and have deep, meaningful thoughts. And we are recording this on Thursday, so it hasn't actually been two weeks yet. Exactly. So, it was counting. Is it Thursday? Yeah. Oh, baby. This week's gone quick because obviously it's four days instead of. Oh, like, yeah. It's my cold day. Oh, yeah. <coughs> <laughs> How are you, Liz? All right, thanks, mate. I'm just reading my notes, which now make no sense. Why? Because I did that, I've done that, you remember like when, I think it was when we did Jurassic World, and, and I wrote something like shorthand, yeah, and yeah, like, and you were like, I don't know what this yeah. means, at the, I've where's stuff. your research? <laughs> but at the time I was like, oh yeah, that definitely makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week we're going to be doing our top three Pixar movies. Yeah, it was a lot more difficult than I thought. It like, was, but I think my, I think probably the issue we've had in the past when we've done list ones is that. I've thought too much about the fact that we would have to explain what the film's about, which is not what we have to do. We don't, yeah, we don't have to have talk to about the plot. So, like, I was more... Whereas previously, I was like, oh, my God, I can't remember what happened in this film. I need to research yeah. all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I can't it put it in like, my ranking. We can't, do, we can't do top three TV shows without explaining... What the TV shows what are. What the TV yeah. shows are about. When but everyone is defi- well, definitely knows what Game of Thrones is about. And Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Prison sure. Break's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two ball guys. Imagine. All oiled up. <laughs> I've seen that film. <laughs> this is WWE. <laughs> is this Stone Cold versus Kurt Angle? Is, uh, have you ever watched Travels with My Father, Jack Whitehall? No. They talk about how much he used to watch wrestling and he's like, there was something very homoerotic about it. And he's like, what is homoerotic about? Two guys in a ring, in their pants, sweating, <laughs> grappling. Yeah, actually, now that you mention it. <laughs> I used to have all those weird little toys of men in the pants, and I was like, I used to have them. I used to have them. <laughs> yeah, I used to have, I used to have the, uh, the little wrestling ring as well. Yeah, I had a ladder as well. Yeah. I remember I bought, like, because I used to get one, like, every month if I was good, like a new one, but I once yeah. bought, like, a plastic bag full of them from eBay, which was, like, nondescript. It was yeah. just, like, a certain amount of figures in a bag for, like, 10 quid. Yeah. And it had some proper gems in it. I can remember having some pretty good people in. I bet, I bet they're worth a fortune. Oh, yeah, though. if you'd have kept. Well, I tried to keep my, like, I had, you remember Match Attacks? Mm. I completed three of them. And in one, I completed Manchester United twice. And I was like, Mom, if I keep these, they're going to be worth loads of money. And she was like, no, no. And I was like, no, they actually are. But at the time, I didn't have the, the fighting power to, yeah. to be able to keep them. But it would have been the same with, do you remember? No, next time you see your mum, just be like, look at the price of this. <laughs> football crazy, football mad. Oh. The little football things in the chocolate. Yeah. Um, what, what was it called? How did the rest of the song go? Because they say it in the, ti- in the, in the title. They say what it's called in the song. I can't remember what it was called. I feel like it had a Z in it. I'm going to find out what it's called right now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Trampoline. Oh my god. Trampoline. Trampoline. 
Oh my god. Oh, get in. We've just won another award. <laughs> <laughs> Not the podcast. <laughs> Come on. Noel Gallagher slag me out. What, <laughs> what am I even going to Google? I don't know. Small football just figures. Google football crazy football man. With big heads. That's what. That's, that's actually the first thing. <laughs> is it not going to come up with Sabutio? Is that what it is? No, Sabutio is what it used to. These used to come in little chocolate Sabu- things. Mate, Sabutio was the one that you used to used to get like the like the felt that yeah. had like the actual football pitch on with oh, the little goals. Crazy. Oh, Sabutio Why is it come was... up with football crazy chocolate mad? How did how micro did... stars? Micro stars. And it wasn't football mad. It was football crazy chocolate mad. Chocolate mad. That's football the crazy chocolate mad. How did the rest of the song go? Yes, that was yes. Grab a power pod and play football with the lads. There's a micro star in everyone. A hero in your hand. They're the greatest players from the best teams. That was the whole advert. Oh. Here we go. I'm gonna play it for the podcast. <laughs> for the dad, guys. For all the dads out there. It is football mad. So you were like you could play with them, but not like Sabutio. It was like this is the thing. There wasn't a ball. Yeah, how did it was like strategy? How did the rules of Sabutio work? You you were I think you were only like allowed. So like if you didn't have the ball, once they'd played a passage of play like one pass, you could move someone. I think. I think Mm. each person had a go, even if you didn't have the ball. Whereas with that, it was like moving players, almost like chess. But I had loads of them. I had absolutely loads of them. I don't know where they are now. Someone's probably collected them somewhere and they're a millionaire. Someone has got (laughs) my completed match attacks albums. My, my, uh, I forgot what they're called already. Uh, Oh my God. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Micro stars. Micro stars, that's the one. And all my WWE figures just sat in a mansion. (laughs) Just like this is mint. Probably paid about five quid from on eBay. <laughs> How did we get to that? Honestly, I've got no idea. <laughs> oh, we're talking about wrestling figures for some reason. Why are we talking about wrestling? Because we're talking about wrestling. Why are we talking about wrestling? Why did we get into wrestling? I don't know. I don't know because we were talking. I don't know. Who knows? This is chalked. Let's just let's just wipe it. <laughs> it's chalk and cheese. Start again. Right, next week's episode. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. So. This was basically any film that was Pixar, not to be... I'm sure some people will get confused with films that are just Disney. Um, yeah. That was, like, one thing for me was, before I started looking at the actual completed list of Disney Pixar films, I was sat and I was like, is that Disney Pixar or is that just Disney? Because I was like, there was films like Tarzan where I was like... The only reason... Is that on the cuff? <laughs> I know all of them, up until the most recent, some of the most recent ones that I maybe haven't seen, is because of the Pixar theory. Yeah. Which I've read the book and watched the YouTube video on and the Supercar one. S- uh, SCB. So, that's the only reason I know which ones mm. aren't. I haven't watched their videos in ages. <laughs> Bad new. The ones I used to watch loads were on the gaming channel. And they used to play Mario Kart and try and gold star mm. and gold cup every once like max it. But <laughs> Ben is terrible at Mario Kart. Like, shocking. So it was like, John would just try and win every race, and he, if he didn't finish last, they were just mm. like, this is a victory. <laughs> but I used to watch them, and then the fans used to send in questions, and he used to answer questions while they were playing. Yeah. It was very good. Do you want to just say three and three? Yeah. You can start. Okay. Right, so... Are These are in order, by the way. I know some of them, like, we've had, like, just three kind of thing. Okay. But yeah, this is in so, order. So, my number one. 
Toy Story 2, which was pretty much solidified. Like as soon as, as soon as I suggested it, yeah. When we paused during the last one, I was like, Toy Story 2. Is 500 DOS. My number uno. Um, my number two is Monsters Inc. <laughs> is that your number two? <laughs> and my number three, I was so like, I've kind of got a three and a four. Okay. Well, I, and it I was, was going to say. It was like a, a mix of the two. Okay. And I was like, I don't know which one to go for. And then I just, I didn't really toss a coin, but I did. Right. And I got The Incredibles. Okay. So, my number one is also <laughs> Toy Story 2. My number two is also Monsters, Inc. And my number three is just the first Toy Story. Oh, first Toy Story. And what, classic. My number four. So, I was saying to Anth, I swapped mine quite a lot. And up until about two o'clock this afternoon my number three was Inside Out oh Inside Out was a brilliant film but I took it out so originally my so Toy Story 2 like you was like solidified but I wasn't sure it was going to be one laminated <laughs> I just knew it was going to be in there yep and originally as well a couple of days ago I had oh, Toy Story at number two so I had okay. Toy Story 2 Toy Story then Monsters Inc okay which I ended up swapping uh, but I've got I've put like because I've put just missed which I know sounds weird because people will just be like every other Pixar film, but mm. it wasn't every other one. So I've said that Inside Out, The Incredibles was also very close to being mm-hmm. in. Not two, just one. Uh, Monsters University, because I, I actually really like that as well. Film. Brilliant. Up, the first cars. Yeah, the whole... first cars. My name's Mater. <laughs> like Terminator without the turn. <laughs> and after you mentioned it, I put a Bugs Life in. Uh, and oh, then. Mate, Bugs Life missed out for me. Toy Story 4 mm. was in the realms of possibility. Mm. Outside of that, I, I do like the other films, but that's kind of like my yeah. core sort of area. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Why don't we just put it on the table and all? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we just... <laughs> you also reminded me of um, Ted from Gavin and Cersei when you went, um, outside of that, <laughs> anything else. <laughs> no narcotics. and weed, glue and speed. But I draw the line of crack. <laughs> no narcotics and no guns. <laughs> Outside of that, anything goes. Leave now. <laughs> so I can't believe this top two were the same. <laughs> I know, mate. Like this is what I said to you when you were just like, I don't think they are, you know. <laughs> I just, I just felt like it was gonna be, it was gonna be the case. Um, so the one that just missed out for me was Bugs Life. Like literally, when I started thinking about, it, I was like, this film is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Like it's got everything that you'd want. It's kind of like sort of film. It's so obviously Toy Story, the first one, obviously came out like the year that we were born. Yeah. So like as much as I say I remember it, I mean like as in watching it as a kid, but like Bugs Life, I can I can remember watching it as a kid. Mm. Like I actually remember watching it, but until yeah. you mentioned it, I'd forgotten about it because it's not massively popular because of how well the other Pixar yeah. films did. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it does kind of get lost a little bit in the whole. So, interestingly enough, because it's the first one, I'll say this. I was reading up on Toy Story 2 earlier. Okay. And it was originally, as you'll probably remember, being a, any kids probably who went were born past 2000 probably won't remember this, but straight-to-video releases were very popular, especially yeah. with sequels. Uh-huh. So, like, Lion King had about three or four films that came out after, but not all of them went to the cinema. Yeah, so, Toy Story... Yeah, because if anyone wants to watch Lion King, just watch the first one, just leave it at that. Yeah, the rest are trash. So, this Simba's was... Pride... <laughs> Intended to be a straight-to-video release, Toy Story 2. 
because of a bug's life. Okay. So because there was so much work going into a bug's life and like a Pixar feature used mm-hmm. to, well, still does take so many years because of how good the animation is, kind of thing. Yeah. So this was intended to be that, and then the video testing did so well. Yeah. They were like, oh, we're gonna put it out in the cinema, but they couldn't move the release date, mm. which was basically being a video. So they made it in nine months. Yeah. Toy Story two. <laughs> that is so impressive. Because when I was looking at the, when I was looking at like when the films came out, obviously the first Disney Pixar was the first Toy Story. Yeah. Um, then the second one <laughs> then the second one was A Bug's Life yeah. and that was three years after because yeah. obviously it took so long like you're saying and then when I was looking I was like Jesus Christ the next Toy Story came out the year after yeah. like literally the year after and I was but like hmm I, I find that really interesting because um, of how good it is yeah because of how good it is so obviously with it being a straight to video release you would have expected it to be maybe a bit lazy but yeah it was like it said like on the Lion King stories I can't remember where I was reading it but it was basically saying like a lot of critics consider it superior to the original I would as I've obviously because it's top of my list and Toy Story isn't but yeah. that isn't to say that the first one isn't good oh. but I just really do like the second one and yeah. that and the first one both have 100% on Rotten Tomatoes both have what? 100% on Tomatoes really? Like, yeah so at, at the time when like they both got that that was like unheard of like it's very difficult to get 100% and Toy Story 2 and 1 obviously are like two of the best anime but yeah they've both got 100% Jesus Christ on Rotten Tomatoes and it made which cons- I, I don't know if this is adjusted for inflation I don't think that it is it had a 90 million budget the second one and it made 497 million at the box office a 90 million budget yeah I guess because obviously at the time that yeah. kind of stuff would have cost a lot more to... Because when you go back and watch the first Toy Story, you wouldn't think it came out in 995. Because no, the animation's wouldn't. so good. Um, but yeah, I really like Toy Story 2. I think, like I said about A Bug's Life, probably more so with Toy Story 2, because when that came out, I was like four. So you could have the same as me. So yeah. I can remember watching that. Yeah. Um, but like, I still watch Toy Story now. Not even as in like that whole... like. Like sometimes I genuinely say, do you want to watch High School Musical, which is more like a bit of a jokey kind of watch. Yeah. I genuinely I'll, like I'll want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I want to watch it. Yeah, it's like one of those films, you know, like where we say we can put Gavin and Stacey on, we can just have it as like background noise, we can have it so we'll sit and watch it, yeah. we'll have it so it can just be. Be kind of part watching it, but yeah. you kind of part Yeah, I have a look, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine's got like that for me now. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that, right? Something like Toy Story, if I put it on, I'm sitting and watching yeah, it. Like, you're going to watch it. Yeah. And it's also one of those things where if it's on regular TV, like certain things, even Brooklyn Nine-Nine, say if I'm watching it and I need to go for a wee, I'll just go for a wee. Toy Story, I will I will pause it. Yeah, and come back I'm to like, it. I'm not missing any Toy Story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, have you seen what... I've just looked there to see what the budget and the box office was for Monsters, Inc. Yeah, it's, that's the insane. The budget is huge, isn't it? The budget is huge, but then the box office the is box office massive right. for 2001 or 2000, 2002 for UK release. So it was 115 million. So it made, yeah, so it made like. And it was five times. 77.4. It's budget. But do you want to know what's even more impressive? The first Toy Story's budget was 30 million. Mm. Can you guess how much it made? And again, I don't know if this is adjusted for inflation. Ooh. I don't know. 370. So that's like more than that's like more than ten times its budget. Mate, it made back. Do you know what? Do you know what's just came off there, right? So Shrek's budget has just came off. This is this is obviously DreamWorks. Get out of my swamp. 
What are you doing in, in my swamp? swamp? Um, Donkey. So that's just came up, right? It's. Oh my god. Trampoline. <laughs> so its budget was 90, 94 million. And it made. Holy Jesus Christ, I did not expect this. It made 485 million. God. I think Shrek's probably the most popular outside animated franchise, Disney. yeah, outside of Pixar. Outside of like Disney, easy. Disney Pixar, yeah, yeah, yeah. The first two are really good. I'm not a fan of them after that. I love Lord Farquaad. <laughs> Do you think he's compensating for something? <laughs> That's a joke for the adults. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean... Man, I, I, just, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Toy Story 2, to be honest with you. What, that makes it better than the first one? Yeah. For me, it's the whole... Because obviously the first one is set around... Like, the rivalry. It's set around... Yeah, it's set around the, the rivalry between the two. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. That sets the the tone for the second one because it's kind of like they've gone from, well, Buzz didn't hate Woody, but like they had that rivalry, yeah. and then they've gone to like actually being friends to then this one where everybody's putting in the effort yeah. to save Woody, even Buzz who doesn't really know him like everyone else does. Yeah, and it's kind of like that sort of hero story. Yeah, but you've got it in toys. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just something mean? about. It's the chicken man! <laughs> Al's toy bar. When he's got... I, I don't know why. I can always remember when he has really cheesy fingers. Yeah. When he's been eating those, like... Oh, like, like what's what's it? It? Yeah. yeah. He's, oh, uh. And Bullseye steps on one. It's that, it's that licking his fingers <laughs> yeah. as well. And he's, and he's, and he's giggling. I can't <laughs> believe Rafa Benitez was in Toy Story 2. Fingers, <laughs> No, I think that's... That maybe kind of is why... I think it's more like the story. Because it's like... It's how Woody is dealing with being where he is and trying to trying to come to terms with what's happening to him. I feel like it's and more about it's, the it's toys the rescue, as well. It's the rescue story for the others. Whereas obviously in the first one, they're kind of trying to get back to the house before they yeah. leave, so it's more centred around Andy. I feel like the second one's more centred around the toys yeah. rather than them. Yeah. Um, which I think is maybe why three and... F- well, four was good, but three didn't resonate with me as much because it was kind of like... I felt like it focused too much on the people whereas I like it being about the toys yeah I know what you mean do you know who else is also really good in it centred a lot around the people but it was people that you didn't really yeah, care about yeah they didn't about. know exactly uh, the, the prospector <laughs> he's been you're out of your box you <laughs> oh how satisfying is the scene when that guy fixes Woody and like cleans him oh mate it's absolutely genius when, so he, when he's got a clean in his eyeball yeah. when he, when he like a little cotton bud when he rubs Andy off his foot I'm like oh, you absolute monster I loved when um, I never bought any but you know the vans that came out where it was like the Buzz yes. Lightyear ones and they had Andy written on the bottom oh, it was so good I used to, I had a costume that was Woody there's a picture of me wearing it in the front room like yeah. hot and everything that's cute <laughs> I love that um, to obviously add like a bit to the tone it's like I love that the end's backwards yes because he's obviously a kid when he's done it yeah. I love that it's genius so Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Right? Monsters Inc. is such a good film. By it the is way. like Monsters Inc. is also one of those films where if I want to watch it, I'm watching it. Not even like as well. I feel like animated films sometimes get like shoehorned into their own category. So it's like yeah, it's good for an an- like I'm talking about like just as a film. Yeah, it is so good. Yeah, because it's got <laughs> it's got like the story. 
the way that the story goes, it's like generic. They've got their own job. They've got to. They've got this partnership. They go in, do their job. They're trying to get the sky record. Then, obviously, a, a child comes into their world. Kitty. Twenty three nineteen. We got a twenty three nineteen. Um, so obviously all that kicks off, and the way that obviously that is, it's just like a generic, it's just story a generic yeah. storyline. Um, then it's like kind of they're trying to like save themselves as if they're going to be in the wrong. They're trying to get her back yeah. into a world, which is such a good story on its own. But then when they add the corruption, yeah, of behind Warner's. the scenes of and Randall he used to terrify like, me when I was a kid Warner's. oh mate when he, you know when you know when they're running down the corridor and, yeah, he, and he comes around and goes up, up the wall. wall I used to be like <laughs> like spiders don't bother me we just did the exact same head shape <laughs> <laughs> it's like the <laughs> as well yeah. I hate it like spiders don't bother me in the slightest no but that there that it's thing like was coming towards me <laughs> like and how good are they actual bad guys in that in that film? Like Randall, Randall Boggs is such a good bad he's guy. He's such a good bad, bad character. But then obviously Waternoose as well. It's kind of like there's the corruption side where he's trying to find easy like ways of getting the screen without actually having to pay the employees basically. But it's kind of like he, he he's the he's the shoehorn bad guy. It's like yeah, it's like he's he's there. You don't you think that he's good, he's and then good, yeah. suddenly it's like. No. I'm watching you with Alski. <laughs> oh, mate, what was she called? Miss Duncan. <laughs> I thought you meant in the film when you said that. No. I was like, what? <laughs> Why did we used to follow that? Was it just because of my glasses? I think it was just... I don't know. To be honest with you. Mate, what a film, though. It's so funny. And one of the things that I really like about it is... I always think it's really difficult to do prequels, mm. um, and I was a bit sceptical when Monsters U came out, because I was like, they're kind of just almost pandering to people who haven't been young enough to enjoy mm-hmm. Monsters Inc., but it was really clever in that most prequels, like, I, I, I'm not criticising, obviously people probably think this is mad comedy and how much we love it, but like Star Wars, I feel really struggled with lining up what happened in the originals and then consequently sort of like the prequels and the sequels in terms of like why things happened like they didn't really make yeah. sense it was more like they kind of got to a point like oh crap that happened in the other film we're gonna have to like yeah. make some kind of reference to it whereas Monsters Inc mm. like I didn't think about it at the time but then when I watched Monsters University I was like oh I've just realised that without this I wouldn't have really understood why Mike and Sully were such good friends and I thought back to it and I was like he's so much better than him why would he be friends with him? And then obviously yeah. you realise it's because he actually wasn't that good at mm. some of the stuff. And, and it was only Mike because had to, of him. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't so even good. think of that when I was watching it. Yeah. And that film triggered that, like, yeah. and it made Monsters Inc. even better. Yeah. Whereas prequels are usually a bit, like, sketchy. Yeah. So, like, the thing which I completely agree with, it's like Star Wars struggled with it because this might be completely wrong. He might have... Because obviously there's there's loads of lore and other stories written outside of... Star Wars is a huge universe. Yeah, yeah. it's a massive universe. So most of the stuff might have been written like before the prequels came out. But the thing yeah. which I think they struggled with was... And why they did it is because obviously Darth Vader became such a staple for a bad guy. He was like, he's the most 
recognized. He's probably, probably there, the yeah. most recognized like villain. And the, you see it on lists. It's like top twenty lists of villains, and Darth Vader will always be number one. It's yeah. kind of like George Lucas probably just sat there and thought, I can make loads more money if I just base it on how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Yeah. And it was like, I just need to think of these weird ways of Getting linking him. him in. Yeah. And then shoehorning the entire... I don't, I, don't I don't know how he struggled so much, but it was kind of like... It's kind of like the story went the way that it needed to, but pretty badly. And then it all just collapsed on itself as if it had been rushed. Yeah, I, I think but that's there's right, like, actually. There's like seven yeah. hours... No, like eight hours of film in three films. A lot of it's just pointless. It's just pointless. Yeah. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> it's working. It's working. Sure. And that's that, that's what's even more interesting as well about obviously Pixar is that there's this whole um, theory. Yeah, this whole theory going in the background where, I mean, you can like honestly. So I started watching. I know we mentioned them all the time. Super Carlin Brothers at uni. If if you don't watch them, or listen do because that's what basically got me to get Anth to do it and then inspired us to do this pretty much was them doing it because they just talk about what they want to talk about yeah little backstory though we were going to do this about football we were this was going to be our podcast we were like a year behind because we were going to do it the season not the season before last yeah that's when we were going to do it and we were talking about it and then we were like oh imagine if we actually just started doing it we, we don't even care about like Anybody listening? Yeah, we just enjoy doing it. We just enjoy listening to ourselves. I'm just like, talk what nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just do, we'll just do films and TV, and then we somehow manage to wedge a bit of WWE in there. That's the most random episode I've ever done by far. Like, <laughs> I keep scrolling past it, and I'm just like, eh. <laughs> it was mint though. I loved it. Um, because we went through that stage where we just watched WWE, WWE for like yeah. a month. <laughs> um, yeah. So they. Basically, a guy, he's called John Negroni, wrote this book. It's You can buy the book about the Pixar theory, which he formulated, which is that... And at the time, I th- believe it... Oh, I can't remember what was the last film, but it, 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 is, it has expanded past Brave, which was the last one in his timeline, and he's included more as they've come in. So, mm-hmm. so Super Carlin Brothers have done videos saying this is how yeah. this fits in. And then um, trying to wedge in, like... They, just, they did Onward before yeah, it even came out. Exactly. They just guessed how that, that fit in. And he basically was talking about like how Boo is the old witch. In, and there is all these Easter eggs that mm-hmm. are in it when you watch it. Um, mm-hmm. And stuff like the pizza truck, which is obviously in yeah, every Pixar film. And everything. But like, Pixar did it effortlessly. Like, it isn't, doesn't feel forced. Yeah. Um, and then they've, yeah, if you go and watch Super Carlin Brothers, they've done so many videos where they basically, they kind of made the theory famous, like even though he wrote it. Yeah. Feel like they kind of brought it out and then there's a lot of videos about things that fit into it and how it how it kind of works but mm-hmm. pixar is like obviously such a i don't know it, it's it deserves to have its own not just be included in disney because they're such different films yeah. um and obviously like it had some trouble at the start because i think steve jobs used to own pixar yeah he did um and obviously it's kind of just grown to be this other like monster it's like it's insane how good they are at making films. Like I've never watched one and thought it was bad. Did George Lucas used to own it? I can't remember. Look, a couple of people. Did George have been Lucas sent it to Steve Jobs, and then Steve Jobs. I don't know. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Why do I feel like George Lucas? Is Why do I feel like George Lucas is not that? <laughs> <laughs> 
Whoorn Pixar. <laughs> what is oh, jeez. I searched Whoorn Pixar and it came up with Disney. What is, what is animation? <laughs> I'm just going to Google Steve Jobs Pixar. So Steve Jobs created it. There you go. Steve Jobs is an absolute G, by the way. Oh, there we go. So Pixar began in 1979 as the graphics group, part of the computer division of Lucasfilm before it was acquired. Oh, no, wait. So it wasn't created by Steve Jobs. Hmm. Right, so it says, Pixar began in 1979 as the graphics group, part of the computer division of Lucasfilm before it was acquired by Apple Computer co-founder Steve Jobs in 1986. The Walt Disney Company bought Pixar in 2006 at a valuation of $7.4 billion. Oh my goodness. Why are you running? Wait, I'm so confused. <laughs> right, so Walt Disney bought Pixar in 2006. Okay. Right, you, you're a businessman, you can, you can explain this to okay. me. So they bought Pixar, so that to me means they've bought it from the owners. Right. Right, you get that? Yeah. That, that's obviously where my... Confusion is going to come from in a sec. In 2006, at a valuation of $7.4 billion, the transaction made Jobs the largest shareholder in Disney. So if they bought it from him, how is he then a shareholder in Disney? So they might have bought... Te- teach me. They might have used the deal as like share options instead of cash. Oh. So they'll say, like, we want to... So like sometimes if a big company buys... Like Gymshark... You know the guy who owns, who started that. I can't yeah. remember what his name is. He's got like loads of shares. I'm in still there. waiting for him to sponsor me. <laughs> if someone bought it off them, they might say like, "We'll give you X amount of shares in the new company," because they'll be worth. Oh, so he could have just been given seven point four billion worth of shares. Possibly, yeah. Ah. He might have just maintain himself as a shareholder. There we go. So I knew it had something to do with George Lucas, and I knew it had something to do with Steve Jobs. All right. We were right on that front. Mate, this is going to be number three is going to be the first one where we've got different films. Yeah, it is. So, Incredibles, right? Honey, Honey <laughs> where is my super suit? What? Where is my super suit? That's Pulp Fiction. The city is in danger. This dinner is in danger. I'm sorry, right? But if you can get Samuel L. Jackson into an animated film, then you're absolutely winning. I can't believe he didn't say, "I've had it with these snakes on this." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he didn't sit down and go. So the prophecy is, <laughs> you know, like we've got this. It's like an unwritten law where if you do one perfect impression, you can never do it again. Yeah. Joe did the perfect. So the prophecy is, before, and he can never do it. He can't, he just can't do it. Can you remember when we were in the lift in Leeds and he said, you know, I lift the bumper yes. and he nailed and he it sounded, and he can't do it. He sounded, the, it's I thought the Dave was in the lift with us. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, if, you, if you've got people who can do impressions for a living, but if you can't do impressions, you're allowed one. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Tell him, Peter. <laughs> Apparently, everybody gets one. Um... Yeah, so incredible to me. It's like... So, the first two films are films which I remember so well from, like, watching them as it like as a very young kid. It was kind of yeah. like... It was kind of like the films that would distract me. You know, when you'd go, like, around an auntie's house and they'd be like, oh, I'll put this film on for you. Just go and sit and watch it. It was that sort of film for yeah, me. Yeah. It was like those, those sort of films. 
incredible to me. It came out in 2004, and it's like the one which I can remember purposely watching myself like the most. So okay. like actually being like, oh, I want to watch this film rather than people thinking, he's a kid. Oh, he's a kid. I'll just put this on for yeah. it. Which don't get me wrong, it's fine. Putting Monsters Inc. on and Toy Story Two was perfectly fine because otherwise they probably wouldn't have made my list. Can I just say something? Right. Oh, of course you can. So, I, when I was reading about Toy Story Monster Inc., I was like, reading about Toy Story, and I was like, surely you've got a friend in me won an award. You got And it didn't. It got nominated for one. got nominated for it. But Monsters Inc. won the Academy Award for Best Original Song. Mate, it's an absolute banger. It is. But I was like, how did Toy Story not win if Monsters Inc. won that award? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> the thing is, though, obviously, it's gotten a lot bigger. So like mm. it would have been more not in, bigger. It would have been more <laughs> in the <laughs> <just found it. laughs> more in the limelight, you see. So when that song came out. Mm. I see what you mean. Same guy. What Brandy, are you doing? Brandy Brandy Newman, Juggling is, is that what he's called? Randy Newman. <laughs> Randy Harm. <laughs> every song in every Pixar film is just I have eyes. But yeah, I just completely didn't Wait, win imagine, for that. Imagine. Toy Story starts and it's just, it's just Randy Orton. <laughs> so what, the budget for The Incredibles... Rockets explode! <laughs> the budget for The Incredibles... This is insane. This is actually incredible. Was 92 million and at the box office it made 633 oh million US dollars. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's insane. I am incredible. <laughs> Go home, kid. <laughs> See, I, I did, like, I, I liked Incredibles, the first one. I wasn't a massive fan of the second one, but... My favourite bit of the second one is that about five-minute scene of Jack-Jack fighting a raccoon. Yes. <laughs> that is actually hilarious. Um, Edna... Mode. <laughs> I just like the, the reason that Toy Story have dominated both like mine it just like obviously like I just said about dressing up as Woody as a kid like I was just obsessed with Toy Story I had Buzz Lightyear toy I had a Woody toy I had Toy Story bed sheets I've still got them <laughs> not the bed at all now <laughs> I sleep with my Woody toy <laughs> but I, I did I, I, I do I do like the first Incredibles and I do as well, like you were saying, kind of. I can remember like going to see it at the cinema and stuff. Like as mm. a kid, I can remember watching it as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Can you remember? You know, like on the Pixar list, right? It comes up with like you know their animated shorts. Did you ever have Monsters Inc. on video? No. Right. So the vi- the video was blue as well, right? I remember this. Yeah. The video was blue, right? And when you when you played it, the animated shot was. Have you ever seen the bird one? Yeah. You know where they're on on the the telephone wire. Yeah. <laughs> That is like, I used to always watch that. Because obviously when you were on video, you had to rewind oh, yeah. and then you had to fast forward and stuff like that. So I would always rewind it back to the start just to be able to watch that five minute Pixar show of the birds. Because it is so funny when they get launched into the air and then they all come down and they're naked. Yes. Because <laughs> they're all like trying to get this big bird off the telephone. Like Kids it. don't understand how hard it was to rewind a video. Like, oh. I remember I had a, a t- one of the first TVs I had in my room was a TV video. Mm-hmm. And the remote couldn't control the video. It was just a TV. So I had to do it by, like, buttons on the yeah. TV to rewind and fast forward. Oh, mate. Can, like, if I ever heard a noise, like, 
the sound of Remember when you used to like put a go? Yeah, because you could sometimes. rewind it at different speeds, <laughs> yeah. couldn't you? So you could rewind like, it at like, like blob. <laughs> you could rewind it at like medium speed and then rewind it at like hyper speed. <laughs> Hold on, kid. <laughs> You're gonna go into hyperspace in the middle of an asteroid field? <laughs> yeah, I used to love doing that video, so I don't know why. <laughs> Mate, if I genuinely, if I ever heard the noise of like that noise again. It would give me nightmares. Do you remember taping stuff as well? Like, actually, yeah. like, taping things. And then like... have that constant hum whilst yeah. it was on. So for anyone who, like, I don't know how old you'd have to be, really. Like, I mean, e- even vi- like even before sort of hard drives and TV recording became a thing, I remember we had a DVD recorder. Yeah. Which recorded onto DVDs rather which than videos. Thought, which we thought was mad. Yeah. So obviously you used to actually have to physically record. I sound so old. Onto a tape. So, like, put it in. And set it to record at the right time, and then you would have like an episode of Match of the Day, but only that episode only on that, that tape. To be fair, I had loads of like VHS tapes of like WWE. Like, yeah, I had like WWE and like films because obviously you could just record yeah. films when they're on telly, and just oh. keep them. <laughs> and it have the adverts in. <laughs> Oh my god. I always remember I had one, which is so weird. I can still remember watching it, always at my grandma's. I had a videotape of a Steps TV special where they did songs and Lionel Richie was on it. What? And they sung All Night Long, All All Night, night. um, together with Steps. And I don't know why I had it, but I had it recorded on tape and I kept it for years. Just that one special. I used to have, um, go back to WWE, this was WWF, so it was... WWF versus ECW and WCW and it was when Shane O'Mac was on WCW no it was when Shane O'Mac was on ECW and Paul Eric Bischoff was on WCW Paul Eric Bischoff Paul Eric Bischoff because <laughs> I was going to say Paul Heyman but it was actually Eric Bischoff that was then so it was um, it was Vince versus Shane and Steph versus Eric Bischoff I remember when Shane came on and said that he bought it in front of Vince and he was like fuming yeah and then, even like, though Vince knew yeah I was going to say <laughs> Vince big. funded it <laughs> Vince was actually the one who bought it wrestling's not real <laughs> it is in my heart Jeff Hardy's real do you remember the I'm sure we've talked about this well obviously Jeff Hardy's real um, do you remember we, I'm sure we've talked about this before the video for the Pokemon movie where you got the Wait, shiny Mew, yeah and you got a shiny Mewtwo in it as yeah. well yeah oh man have you seen that uh, the on about allowing Pikachu to go to Raichu in the TV shows because at the minute he's still Pikachu yeah they're talking about him evolving they don't do that I know mate I can remember right an episode I was proper like heartbroken so Ash and Pikachu were fighting I can't remember what he was called but it was basically a Raichu yeah and Raichu kept battering Pikachu battered him twice and then he was in the Pokemon Centre funny (laughs) compared to the games where you'd go to the Pokemon Centre they'd put the Pokeballs in the computer and then give them fully healed yeah in the show, it was more like a hospital. Yeah. So Pikachu was just in bed, and Ash was trying to give him a thunderstone, and he was like, it's up to you if you want to take it. And Pikachu was like, no, mate, I'm not taking it, though. <laughs> I've never seen that episode where Pikachu absolute, talks. And then he absolutely <laughs> battered him. Went up and battered, battered Raichu. I always found it so weird, because obviously, like, the way that Pokemon <laughs> developed was, like, they started adding in, like, new moves, and they started adding in, like, new um, types. Yeah. And then, like, you'd just be watching it. And then the next season, it'd be like, oh, Pikachu, use this move. And you're like, hang on a minute. I don't remember you learning this. Yeah. When did you learn how to do this? Wasn't, because wasn't the plot in the Mewtwo 
the, the movie where there was like a bad version of every Pokemon. Do you remember they had that yeah, massive he, battle he made, at the he end? Made the clones, yeah. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was so good. Because Pikachu all... got like killed, yeah, but Pikachu he didn't die. Yeah, Mew was it? Yeah, Mew was the one Mew, who saved yeah. him because Mew was the one who came out and started fighting with Mewtwo. Having a shiny Mewtwo was like having a million dollars. <laughs> Have you seen that shiny Charizard is the most valuable Pokemon card? That's another thing. Like, honestly, at the time, the amount of Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards I must have that would be worth I money had, now. I had about a stack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards about this big. I was, do you ever remember, I never like, understood how to play the yeah, game. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know how to play it. I just always knew that I wanted shiny cards. Mm. As many shiny cards as I can possibly have. Blue Eyes, White Dragon. Oh, and dark, then I, the funny thing is, well. there was levels of playing Yu-Gi-Oh though because there were people like us who didn't understand it and then the people who played it were like, oh, nerds. <laughs> you know how to use the cards, dear. <laughs> they'll just collect them for fun. <laughs> just collect them and look at them. Just have a big bind to follow them. Because <laughs> they'd always just have them like in the hand ready to like battle at any time. Yeah. Do you remember there was that thing that you could buy where it attached to yeah, your wrist yeah, yeah. and the cards and in the it? Cards in. Mate. I used to want one of them. That was so cool. There used to be... I, I knew how to play Pokemon. For a very brief time. Yeah. Because thing, it was a bit easier to understand. Yeah, it was it was easier to understand, but the thing which I never understood, because obviously you got trainer cards and then you had Pokemon cards, but then you also had element cards. Yes. So there was like, there was one that was just grass and water, and I was, I was just sat and I was like, what are these cards for? Just grass! <laughs> what do these even mean? But it was basically, you gave it to a Pokemon that it matched to it, and it empowered them up. Yeah. So it like increased their like, what was it? It was like the AP or something. I don't Remember Digimon know. as well? Mate, Digimon was sick. Remember Beyblade? Beyblade? Beyblade was the easiest game to play. They came from... Really How fast. have we gone from talking about our top three Pixar films? This is this has been fully chalked from six minutes in when we said next week we're going to be talking about this is what we should have talked about next week. We should just legitimately just have one full episode of us just talking about nostalgic things. We should just have a non-scripted episode. I think that's what we should do, you know, because I feel like we can just we can go so off-piste. Oh, okay. <laughs> What was I saying? Yeah, so Beyblade was the coolest thing ever, right? So I had one that was broken, but it was like broken to a point where it was OP. Okay. So you know, obviously you used to spin it and then it'd like it'd just be the first one the first one that stopped lost. Yeah. So this one, the one that I had, it was sort of like the bracket on the inside was broken. So every time it hit the top of it, the top would just stop, which meant that the top was still attached, but it was kind of like not attached. So you'd hit it and the top had stopped, but the under bit was still going. So it wasn't affecting it. It was just cheat, hitting. Cheat. It was just hitting the top, and I was like, "I'm so good, air bed red." Remember you used to put the like because you used to um, like customize them yourself, and you used to get the little um, the chips that went in the top. Yeah, it would be like the name of whatever it yeah. was. I couldn't tell you any of the names, but mine used to be green. It was so good. And you just put the little metal rings in as well that make like its defence. <laughs> Mate, how dark is it in here? I forgot, like, to be honest with you, I didn't really say why Toy Story was my third one. We just went, oh my god, The Incredibles is a film, Pokemon! <laughs> Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, did you buy that? Um, Beyblade! So, just to return very quickly to Peast, <laughs> after we went off. I, I originally, when I'm suggested it, was like, basically was like, oh my god, Toy Story's going to be my number one. Toy Story 2 is my number one. Wait, the first one? Yeah, ori- okay. originally. So like, I knew Toy Story 2 was going to be in my three, but I wasn't sure it was going to be first. Yeah. And then like, I had Toy Story at one, and then I was sat thinking about it the other day, and I was like, nah, I like Toy Story 2 more, yeah, so yeah. I moved it. But like you said earlier, I think the story's a little bit better. 
in Toy Story I feel, 2. I feel like the characters are a lot There's more characters as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Toy Story 1's a little bit kind of... Like you said, it's that... There's just the battle between Buzz and Woody, which is really good, but it means that you don't really get as much of the rest of the cast mm-hmm. um, during it. Yeah. Sid is so good in it, though. Sid is brilliant. <laughs> Who then... in Is the bin man. Is it in Toy Story 3? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just there and he's just rocking out. I just love it when the toy starts scaring him. <laughs> when his head's just like spinning around. <laughs> You've been a very bad boy. <gasps> There's a snake in my boot. Um, but yeah, I, I just I absolutely love Toy Story. Like I said, like had all the figures, yep. the dress up stuff, like had posters and everything of it. Like I was just I was obsessed with it. As much as I love Toy Story, right, and as much as in the first one when he gets buzzed and I think like even though it's the first film and we don't know any of the characters <laughs> he's like no identifying signs of life it's not even like a real thing and he's like I could definitely fly <laughs> I love it when he's like he's like it's not even real look and he he takes his helmet off and he's like <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so we don't know any of the characters we don't know who's a good character who's a bad character except for obviously like Sid, the one who were like purposely yeah. shown as the bad character. So Buzz turns up and as much as in the film when he first when he first arrives, I'm like, Ah, oh, oh, look at you with all your fancy guy, stuff. Yeah. Oh, Woody's still brilliant, look at him. I had a Buzz and a Woody, and I never played with the Woody doll, because Buzz was so cool. He literally he had lasers, he had sounds that apart obviously Woody had like a few. But it's not the same. And he had like the retractable wings. He's the very best. He's the rootinous, tootinous cowboy in the wild, wild west. Woody's round <laughs> All I'm going to say is, I'm going to say it right here, right now. Coming up this week on the Screen Edge podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just love Toy Story. I'm going to watch Toy Story this weekend. I think. Yeah, um, I think, uh, no, I. I think you summarised it quite well when you were saying why Toy Story 2 is better. I think it is just... The story is a little bit more interesting, but uh-huh. it is still so good. I just love it when they're in Pizza Planet as well, when the aliens are just like, the claw. <laughs> the claw. <laughs> and Buzz is like... You saved our lives. We are eternally grateful. <laughs> One of us. I'm going to get us out of here. <laughs> Break! <laughs> when they're driving. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the aliens on each one. I love it when they've got the, uh, well, like I said earlier, oh my god, I just remember, rockets explode, when they're on the VC car in uh, Toy Story 2 chasing, no, Toy Story 1 chasing the truck, and it's just like, and it like takes off. Yeah. I love it on, um, uh, you know, when Rex is playing the Buzz Lightyear game, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, my arms aren't long enough for the buttons. And then when uh, the other Buzz from Toy Story 2 finds out that Zog is his dad, and they're playing Catch It Together outside. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> he throws it back and bounces off his head great throw son <laughs> like stuff like that is just so clever it's so funny as well I just love Pixar I really do I love animated films that's pretty much when I heard Disney Plus was coming out I was like even if I pay 50 quid for the year and I just watch the Pixar movies every now and then I'll that's, yeah. that's worth it for me oh my god <laughs> Bugs Life's on there Mate, what's he called? Do you know the caterpillar? Oh, the fat one! Oh my god, what's his name? 
He's so funny. You know when you know when um, they're trying to save um Ah, oh, she called Anna. You know the I think the, they're gonna frozen that. <laughs> you you know the the young princess. You know when they're trying to save her? Yes. And the circus the circus folk like are trying to distract the bird and they're trying to pull him into the crap but he's too <laughs> fat and he's like, Put me down, put me down <laughs> Right, I'm gonna have to find out now. What is his name? Oh my god, the budget for Bugs Life was 120 million. And the box office was only 360. I say only, but that's not that much compared to a 120 yeah. million budget. True. Jesus Christ. Oh, what's his name? Voice cast, here we go. Because he sounds proper French. Heimlich. Oh, he's German? Yeah. He's not French, he's German. A, ge- a plump German accented caterpillar who longs to be a butterfly. <laughs> Is that what he's told us? Because yeah. <laughs> there was that film, wasn't there, that came out which was Ants, which was Woody Allen, which got criticised yes. for copying Bugs Life. It was still a really good film, though. It, it was. was proper, like, a dark film. You know, when he picks up that guy's head. The budget was only £60 million for that. He really picks up the guys. Oh, no. It said 60 million on the Wikipedia thing, and I've gone on it and it says 42 to 105 million. What's happened to that like 60 million gap? <laughs> what? <laughs> I do remember what you're talking what? about, sorry, yeah. That was Dreamworks as well, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. What was the song, France? Because you know when they go, the marching out for what? There was a song, what was it? And who are they even fighting? Let's just play our second song on the podcast from YouTube after football crazy football. <laughs> ants. Or third voice after Woody's ants, round Literally, up. I typed in A-N-T and the first thing was Ants March to War. Yeah, I'm sure there's a song. War on Termites. Yes, Mate, Termites. Right, just from looking at this, do you remember Toy Soldiers? Yes. Oh what a film, please. I'll have to do an episode on that. That was so good. What a film, please. <laughs> This is not my show. <laughs> Disclaimer, <laughs> this is a YouTuber. <laughs> you little Gorgonite scum. Receive word that the termite enemy has. I can't believe you can dab to this stuff. <laughs> I can't believe this is what Rossibot was based on. Does it, right, that's all we The first video that's come up under this is Super Carlin Brothers, the truth about a bug's life versus ants. Oh. I'm going to watch that later. Oh, I didn't mean to put that out. <laughs> have to edit that out for copyright purposes. <laughs> hey, brother. Okay, mate, so. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Well, not next week, actually. <laughs> next time that we do the podcast, yeah. we're going to do... Coming up next time on the, the screen of podcast. <laughs> I'm going to do mo- best movie villains. Yep. I'm not going to put a cap on it. No. But then there's the <laughs> risk that we're just like... And at number 99, <laughs> it's just 10 days of podcast. No, mate, I'm, I'm... Do they have to be... So, like, obviously, you have, like... You. You. 
<laughs> you have like your stereo sort of typecast vil- villain, which would be someone like Darth Vader or Thanos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where like they're actually a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But then you also have like I don't know how to sort of describe it. Like Hannibal Lecter. Well, not even necessarily that. Just more like when someone isn't maybe like necessarily the, the like portrayed as a villain. If they're just like like Patrick Bateman in Psycho, oh. American Psycho. Like, is he a villain? Yeah, because he kills people. <laughs> hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. I'm gonna watch American Psycho. I'm it? Paul. <laughs> it's it to be square. I love that one where the guys edited the video of them passing around business cards to be pieces of toilet roll. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah. I just say that is one of Christian Bale's best performances? I am. Oh, 100%. It's unbelievable. 100%. Mate, I agree with that. Teams. Literally, right? I've watched that film. And I, <laughs> I don't fully understand what's happening. Oh, no. But I don't I don't dislike it. There's no story arc. He's just a serial killer. It's basically Dexter. Yeah. But if it was in a film, it's just mental. And also, Willem Dafoe being in it for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Just, yeah. There's so many theories about that. We'll, ha- mate, we'll have to do an episode on American Psycho, by the way. Have you heard that they filmed the in- the first interview between Willem Dafoe and Christian, yeah. uh, Christian Bale three times, and then they, like, mashed the different the interviews bit, together? And that's why it's so, like... That's why it's so, like... Because, obviously, throughout the film, you don't know what's fabricated and what's actually real. Like, that, to me, is such a good, uh, like, produ- pro- production? Producing? producing? Direction? Would it be? No, would it be the direction? No, yeah, I think it'd be producing. I think that's brilliant. Because obviously, like, like throughout the film, you're like, is this happening? Is this not happening? Because parts of it, you can see him fabricating him killing someone, but yeah. then he doesn't actually do it. Yeah. So it's like that interview. It's like which parts are actually happening, and which parts aren't happening for Mate, you. I'm putting the gauntlet down now. The next episode after that, we're doing American Psycho. American Psycho. We're doing American I'm Psycho. Down. I'm down. That film is brilliant. I remember when, like, I said to my mum and dad, like. I'd watched like I'd watched it a couple of times and like I bought I'd come back and bought it on Blu-ray and they were like, "When have you like watched this film on your own?" And I was like, "I love it. I'm not a serial killer. <laughs> That's what a serial killer would say. <laughs> if anything, if you want people to think that you aren't, you'd say that you are one. I am one. <laughs> Imagine that in like a confession. <laughs> so did you do it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <that laughs> Twice. <laughs> The police are just like <laughs> that's not what a serial killer would say go on you scamp get out of here get out of here start slapping your bum as you're walking out get out of here and I was like no no I'm innocent and they're like guilty <laughs> wait imagine if that's not the justice system yeah, there's, no, there's no court case I don't know why I said that the police just instantly make a decision <laughs> did you do it I did I they should like imagine if they made it into like like someone tried to make like a TV shot of it and it was like you only get a two minute window and then someone just decides whether you're guilty or not straight away there's no court case it's just like you've got two minutes say your piece and they're just like guilty <laughs> why are we trying to reform the British criminal justice system imagine if it was set up like um, uh, you know blind date where they've got like one person who, one person who's the police officer uh, I'll pick number three, three. <laughs> three people come up and it's like hi my, my name's Anne, and I've got two minutes to come into you, and I'm and not if they pick the wrong one, like Paul O'Grady or someone's like, oh, well, it was actually wrong. Number five has committed ten murders, but he's going to walk free, and he's just like, <laughs> waving at the crowd. <laughs> 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 
Imagine if, like, you know, there's always that really stereotypical... what you could have <laughs> You know, there's always, like, that thing on, like, Take Me Out and that where, like, they'll have, like, an intro and they'll say, like, you know, I might work in an office, but I work hard and I play... Like, they'll say things like that. Imagine yeah. if there was, like, always one of them that's, like, really obviously a weird serial killer stereotype from, like, a movie and they're just like, yeah, I... Uh, keep dead cats in my basement <laughs> but then they don't pick him and he's just <laughs> he is what you could have found I've just got this image of like a really weird guy like the show's <laughs> the show's ended and there's like this innocent guy being put in handcuffs and there's just this really weird guy just like <laughs> just like waving at the ground <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, trials would be a lot more entertaining. <laughs> That's what they were like. Why have, we just, why have we just made like the Hunger Games of trials? Yeah, but why is Paul O'Grady involved? Is why I said that as well? <laughs> Harry Hill's just there for the advert, and it's like, well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> Imagine if it was like, you know, on X Factor and Dermot, and he's like, and the last person coming back next week is. And there's like a massive gap. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, we've just hit an advert break. We'll see you next week. Don't just watch the ads. <laughs> oh, oh my god. It's like on the voice, right? You're just, you're just sat on the chair like this, right? And you're just looking, you're looking at the audience. You've got the guy behind you trying to convince you that he's not a serial killer. Well, I could have killed someone, but maybe, maybe I didn't. And the guy's like trying to press his button, but he's like, well. I want you on my team. <laughs> but it's like it's like a kid behind them with a voice box trying to catch him out. I'm still just laughing at the thought of a guy just being like, <laughs> after he's been after he's been found not guilty. <laughs> Yeah, oh. I can't remember the last time I laughed like that, you know. My jaw's hurting. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Oh, right. He just came up with the greatest game show ever. So, next next time, I need to get used to saying that. Next time. We'll be we'll be doing best movie villains, and then after that we'll be doing, I have to return some videotapes. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and please, disclaimer, we don't think that the criminal justice system needs to be reformed into a blind date game show format. Definitely not. Apollo Creed, you should not be the judge. I thought you said Apollo Creed. (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm cutting this off before it gets any worse. Thanks for listening. (laughs)